The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Well, now it's time for our Bloomberg Law Report. Let's get to the legal stories we're watching this morning with Steve Podisk in the Bloomberg 991 Washington Newsroom. When the U.S. Supreme Court rules on a case challenging American Express Company's merchant rules, it could shape how antitrust violations will be judged in complex markets like healthcare or credit cards. Companies that want to introduce new digital currencies into the marketplace may have to brace for scrutiny from a new source, the Commodity Futures Trading Commission. And Verizon Communications will pay $17.7 million to resolve FCC and Department of Justice investigations into whether it violated the rules of a program that subsidized is broadband in schools and libraries. Bloomberg Law. Everything you need, all on one legal research platform, including guidance, analysis, and Bloomberg Market Intelligence. Find out more at BloombergLaw.com. All right, thanks, Steve. Now another legal news. Let's take a look at a recent setback for drug maker Allergan after a federal judge ruled its use of an Indian tribe to protect patents for the drug Restasis did not hold up in court. Here with more on this story is Bloomberg Law host Joan Grasso and Greg Storr speaking with Rutgers University Law School professor Michael Carrier and Bloomberg Intelligence senior litigation analyst Ode Gersbacher. Oh, tell us about Judge Bryson's decision on the patents. Okay, so there there were really two decisions that came down. Um, one on the patents, invalidating uh, all of them, so that really clears the way for generics. And the other was the decision uh, to actually join the tribe to the lawsuit. Could you explain what the decision was based on? The patents were invalidated for um, what we call obviousness in patent law, and that just means that the judge found that prior to Allergan filing these patent applications that eventually became patents, the the invention had already been um, uh, made or discovered or written about in different pieces of literature. Mike, Mike tell us about the other decision. Uh, so, so um, the he could have stopped, I guess, with that one decision that Ode was just talking about in validating the patents, but he also wrote something separate that talked about what he called a ploy to transfer the, the patents to a Native American tribe. Tell us a little bit about that issue, if you would. So that question was whether or not Allergan's motion would be granted to join a party, to join the tribe to the lawsuit. At the end of the day, the court said yes, because it wasn't willing to take the chance that by not joining the tribe, eventually the decision could be thrown out if the tribe really did play a role, a valid role in this transaction. So the court was really being conservative in saying there's a chance that the tribe could play a role, so I will allow them to join the case. But in doing that, the judge was as clear as I have ever seen in a court opinion that this is basically a sham transaction, and there was tons of language that made that clear. So, Mike, why would Allergan want to transfer the patent to the, the uh, St. Regis tribe? The primary reason is that it allows them to make an argument that they are now immune from having their patents challenged. Sovereign immunity is a doctrine that goes back centuries. But the point here is that Allergan was trying to transfer the patents 
to the Native American tribe so that the tribe would be immune. So if generics were challenging the patent at the patent office, then they can say, you're out of luck, the game's over, because we are immune. That's Rutgers University Law School professor Michael Carrier and Bloomberg Intelligence senior litigation analyst Ode Gersbacker speaking with Bloomberg's June Grasso and Greg Storr. You can listen to Bloomberg Law weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. And find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com for more information. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.